0: Sales, marketing, and RevOps. It's sink or swim out there, and yesterday's strategies and tactics won't help you today. This is Revenue Today, and I'm your host, Jared Robin. Join me as we interview revenue leaders in our community to learn what steps we could take right now to help you scale yourself and your company. Revenue Today is sponsored by RevGenius, and we're on a mission to bring inspiration and creativity to all revenue professionals in the world. Want to shout out our sponsor, Demandbase. Demandbase is a smarter GTM for B2B brands. They help marketing and sales teams spot the juiciest opportunities earlier and progress them faster by injecting account intelligence into every step of the buyer journey and orchestrating every action. For more information about Demandbase, visit demandbase.com.
1: Okay, so... From Eleanor, can you give an example of a good case of B2B PMF partnering, please? I would say examples of good B2B partner, a PMF partnering is, is essentially think about like your your product, right? And I said, Hey, you know, where does your product help you fit? Um, I mean, and 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 what role does a partner play, right? So that's kind of where you start and you say, Hey, your your product is You know, it it could be if we think about like what happened with Fivetran and Snowflake, right? I mean, those are examples of PMF partnering where you've you've got a a bigger ISV and you perhaps are the function of a smaller uh, new SaaS on the market. You partner with an ISV that has a niche fit with you, right? A lot of times people say, hey, it's an ancillary fit, right? But in that ancillary fit is, is where you kind of get to ride the wave. Uh, even in the example of Sinkery, right? Uh, when I think about Sinkery, in the time that I've spent at Sinkery, right, we, we partnered with HubSpot. And in that HubSpot partnering, right, it enabled us to certainly grow in less than six months, you know, from three mutual HubSpot customers to over 50 plus mutual HubSpot customers, Right. And and that's a a PMF fit where we say, hey, where there's a gap, right? And it might be between two partners or might be between three partners. And in the two partners, there's Syncrete and HubSpot, right? There's a niche fit. We add a third layer partner to it where that partner becomes a vehicle, Right? That partner might be an OEM, that partner might be a consultant, that partner might be um, somebody who's on the ground, who's working with HubSpot customers or Syncry customers who say, hey, if we brought these two technologies to that together, we help the customer achieve so much more. In-, in which case, that was exactly what happened, right? So in that use case, I mean, in six months, you know, just in being a Series A company, we were able to grow our um, adoption from five, from three customers to 50 customers, just by partnering with a a technology partner um, who had a subset of customers that certainly found value in our joint value proposition, right? Those scenarios, typically, you know, certainly you'll see it in the sales team when you're talking to customers. You'll see it in the field with marketing when people give you fake feedback about like, hey, you know, what you do, my product, and the things I'm using. It's missing these things, but I think you could help me here. And and that's where you take that piece and you extrapolate it across a partnership, right? And when you add a partner leader to that, then that partner leader help grease the wheels, help you set up the, the right marketplaces, the right relationships to how do we amplify this, right? Um, so, so that would be just kind of an example. I mean, I kind of went from five trans snowflake to... To like a dial down scene, Creek, but um, you know, I hope that hopefully answers your question. And you're welcome to hit me up, Eleanor. <laughs> so, I, I do want to say, um, I just went through the cycle of SAP like literally three weeks ago, and SAP has completely changed their model. So, you should check that out. Um, SAP, uh, have since rolled out this SAP open ecosystem that uh, is actually free, right? You don't have to do RedShare. It's free. You can participate in it. You can um, pay a nominal fee if you need a sandbox to be able to enable your customers. So I would say SAP has come a long way. (laughs) Um, But if, if you're thinking that, hey, SAP is still an ecosystem that's important to you, you should Recheck that out, right? Um, it's called Open Ecosystem SAP eco, Open Ecosystem. Um, some good partnership types for for B two B startups. It really depends on your product, right? Where does your product play, right? Um, if your product uh, is playing with SaaS Martech, you might want to take a look at some of the the, the stack that your customers uh, typically work with. So a good way to come about this list is essentially the first thing I did when I joined Sinkery was I went through our entire customer list. I downloaded a customer list of all the active customers, every single deal that ever closed at Sinkery. And then I looked at all the different technology that basically um, our customers are working with in conjunction with our product. Right. And that informs you where to start, because. Even when you start to say, hey, I'm going to go and establish some partnerships, you want to be able to establish partnerships that are going to be meaningful to your ICP, to your ideal customer profile, right? You don't want to just be shooting a bunch of blanks in the dark. You want to be able to establish partnerships that are going to have meaning to your sales team, to your marketing team, to your product team. And so the best way to to start is take your list of customer wins, look at what they're using your product in conjunction with and start with those partnerships, right? Um, and lowest hanging fruit is always, hey, get in their marketplace, get certified, right? Uh, from there, build enough momentum, get noticed. <laughs> uh, and then once you can certainly get there, when you're noticed, you know, these partners, regardless of, of you chasing them down, they're going to say, hey, I want to work with you because 50 of my customers are talking about you, right? Um, that's from an alliance perspective, From a consulting perspective, you want to think about whether or not there's a need. Right. Uh, Do you need implementation? Do you need uh, services? Do you need referrals? Right. I mean, for example, Unbounce, no services, completely self-service. So they have a complete like affiliate referral model. Right. Where a bunch of marketing agencies refer customers to Unbounce. Um, that's a very kind of simple model, right? Uh, the more complicated your product is, you know, then you might want to start to think about, do I need system integrators? Do I need people to learn my product and build my product and implement my product? Um, and so there's certainly value in that. It just depends on your product. Uh, Nick, so proven good KPI for partnerships. When you're starting out from scratch it's typically how many, how many folks did I sign, yeah, how many of them did their first deal, right? If, if you're starting from scratch, it's always, once I sign them, can I get them to do a first deal with me? This is the consulting side. On the channel side, right, um, how many marketplaces did I get into? How many certifications did I get? How many referrals did I get from the, those marketplaces, right? Um, how many mutual customers did I get to? Um, as you start to evolve that, right, and your, your partner leader will will typically, you know, have these KPIs as well. Then, you know, you start to grow revenue and and then revenue becomes a key indicator of your KPI. Didn't, you know, if you saw my stats, my fast stats earlier, um, where I talked about 40, you know, growing a revenue mix 40 to 70%. What that meant is essentially the entire company revenue mix, right? If it's $10 million, $4 million came from partners, seven, you know, $6 $6 million came from direct sales and marketing, et cetera, uh, growing into 70 million, uh, growing to 70%, 7 million is now being influenced by partners. 3 million is direct, right? So, so a mature partner ecosystem eventually gets to a point where you can certainly measure purely on revenue or purely on pipeline build, um, a, an early partner ecosystem is typically on how many partners did I recruit? How many did I activate? Uh, how many events did I do? Because all of those things lead to pipeline, right? Um, what is a good framework to use for partnership review quarterly to validate partnerships? Yeah, so this is a great question, Nick. I mean, I know we're up on time, so this will be my last question. Otherwise, you guys can hit me up. Um, this is a great question. You, typically, what you you know when you start off, you might not even need tiers. You know, everybody's kind of on a clean slate, but a flat flat footing. Uh, But what you want to do is you want to set up tiers to be able to incentivize your partners to do more with you. Right. Um, And so when you do that, you might set them based on quantity of deals, quantity of events, uh, quantity of activities, um, quantity of license sold, quantity of license influence. Right. Those are all kind of good indicators to help validate that the partnership is actually doing something to meet um, the discounts and the bonuses that you're giving them. Right. The margins that you're giving them. I wouldn't say quarterly. I mean, I'd say, you know, uh, half and a year is, is typically where you're validating the the partnerships. You know, more enterprisey tends to be a year. Earlier startups tends to be a half, as long as you put the framework in place. But it's a little bit of the wild, 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 wild west when you start really early. And it's more of identifying which ones will go the long haul with you. Usually after your first year, you will then kind of sift out filter out the ones that are kind of your a players versus your b players and your c players right you need all of them it's okay keep all of them but your a players are the ones that are, are gonna certainly meet and exceed your expectations right so i hope this session was helpful uh and um if you haven't started thinking about partner strategy i hope you know the the little bit of knowledge i shared today got you thinking and uh, i welcome all of you to connect with me
0: Whoa, another great episode of Revenue Today. For show notes, links, and mentions, visit revenuetoday.live. For all my friends in the Rev Genius community, thank you. It's been awesome to spend this time with you. Please DM me any feedback and ideas in our Slack channel or on LinkedIn. If you're not in Rev Genius, join us at revgenius.com. It's free and it only takes like two seconds and you'll be joining a group of 27,000 revenue professionals strong. We've got it all looking forward to seeing you there. Catch you on the flip side.